What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Ring the Bell Podcast. Might be the last week with that name. Um, we'll see. Maybe I'll, I'll hopefully debut something next week um, when I return to vacation. But uh, joining me this week, live and in person, is Jason Ken and via Zoom. Uh, welcome back, Dean Holzapple. Uh, how you doing, man? I thought you forgot about me. Uh, just for about two weeks. But uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> it's like every guys not, you not that i not that i gave a shit about talking about this team anyway <laughs> <laughs> so before before we get to dean i just wanted to say like uh literally it'd be monday morning and i the first text instead of getting hey good morning from this group i get a text from dean uh you ever gonna fucking invite me back on this baseball podcast <laughs> <laughs> he likes baseball man. i know he's big, i know he's a big baseball guy i do i just don't watch the pillars <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start with Dean because he's been wanting to kind of go at the Phillies for about 24 hours now. Yes, the Phillies did beat a awful team today in game one of what was supposed to be a doubleheader. The second game was rained out, so that'll be a, a day-night doubleheader on yeah. Saturday. Um, so, Dean, I'm going to go to you as right now the Phillies, as we speak, hold a what, a one-game lead over the Milwaukee yes. Brewers for the final wild card spot um dean what have you seen what's been aggravating you go ahead oh no i'm back on, i'm back on the bandwagon oh okay <laughs> <laughs> one win no, all uh, it takes one win against the worst team in baseball it's all it takes. It's all it takes. <laughs> no it's it's the same stuff that i have been saying for four years now it's the same things over and over again september comes along like at least this time they waited till like the last week of the season to kind of collapse, but it's the same thing over and over again. It's the same players over and over again. And I'm really just kind of getting fed up with it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like for the most part, since Bryce Harper has been back off his injury, he has been God awful. Um, and for a guy who is the face, not only the face of this franchise, but one of the faces of baseball, this cannot, I, and listen, I understand it's a team game, obviously, but when you're getting paid that much and you are effectively the de facto captain of this team, mm-hmm. you need to put this team on your back and carry them into the playoffs. We're in pole position to make the playoffs. All we have to do is win five of the next six games. Mm-hmm. That was including that was would have been including tonight's doubleheader game. Right. Um, you're playing the wor- one of the worst teams in baseball that have, have nothing go. There was like eight people in their stadium today. <laughs> like nobody's going to watch this team. There should be no excuse that you don't sweep this team because mm-hmm. Dusty Baker said yes. I can't think it was yesterday. He said if that if those games mean something to the Phillies, he's playing every one of his starters <laughs> because yeah. he, for the integrity of the game, mm-hmm. he's going to play every one of his starters, which means the Phillies are going to get swept by the Astros. And I hate the Astros, but I'm yeah. passionate. But they're going to get swept. And I'm just tired of seeing this 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 trend for the last four years. And I, I remember saying this a few years ago to some friends of mine that I go to games with. I'm, I would rather this team lose 100 games a year than fall apart in the last month of the season and miss the playoffs every, you know, like every season. Because this is basically where we were pre-2007, pre-Charlie Manuel. This is like Larry Boa baseball, mm-hmm. where you're almost good enough and you get your hopes up, and then you fall apart. And then, like, the Marlins won a World Series. You know what I mean? It's like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, it's stuff like that. And it really just – I'm not as mad as I was this morning, but I, I was livid. I just woke up and was just like, I hate you guys. 
<laughs> like, yeah. and I hate, I hate the city for allowing this shit to happen because we'll get more excited over a random grand slam in the middle of July against the Braves or whoever that was four years ago than we will a playoff push. Like, and it makes me mad, and it makes me mad at the players. You get the best catcher in baseball. You got one of the a generational talent in Bryce Harper, a great hitter in Nick Castellanos, Schwarber, and you're barely going to make the playoffs, if at all. Like, it's disgusting that this team is in the position it is right now. And it just infuriates me that you went into the Cubs, another bad team. So this isn't the Cubs from like seven years ago when they won the World Series or six years ago. This is a bad Chicago Cubs team, mm-hmm. and you got swept. You've lost nine of your last 12 games when you should have been winning these games. And it, it, it infuriates me to beyond belief. It's, only re- it's the reason I only went to five games this year, because I, I have bought into their bullshit four years in a row. I'm, gonna, I, I'm not going to put the blame on Bryce Harper, but it's like this whole kind of experiment started when they signed him. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I'm done seeing it. Like you fired your manager, and granted, it helped because they mm-hmm. probably would have lost a hundred games with Joe Girardi this year. But you know, like, what are you going to do next year for a manager? Are you going to bring in I don't know Don Mattingly? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. This just feels like this team feels like to me, outside of that, like Boa baseball from the early two thousands. It also feels like the Dodgers. I, it's funny because I brought up Don Mattingly, but that's how it kind of feels like. Even though they were they were making the playoffs, but they were just signing names to sign names. Like mm-hmm. they were signing like Adrian Gonzalez. Like they mm-hmm. didn't need Adrian Gonzalez, but they were just signing people. Like I think the Phillies are just signing people because they're trying to entice their fans to come to the park. Oh, for and, sure. And it's it's not it. working. Mm-hmm. It, the, the stadium is only full, not even full all the way, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. And that seems to be the only people they care about. They don't care about the guys who go on a Tuesday night in July when it's a hundred degrees and they're one of like a thousand people in the stadium, you know, when they, they should be winning these games. Like mm-hmm. Ricky Botalico said it today in the post game. He's like, where would this team be if they didn't have to play the Nationals so much this year? Cause they, they're <laughs> like, they have like 13 wins against the Nationals this year. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I got really angry and I woke up and I was just like, I'm really mad at like this whole franchise. Yeah. And like, and I was talking to, to Jay, and I've said this to you too. And I was talking to somebody else about it, how, they have a locker room full of a few losers. And I don't mean like losers like <laughs> judging them as human beings. I mean, yeah. like guys like Aaron Nola and Reese Hoskins and like Gene Segura. I mean, Segura won't be back next year, so he's kind of irrelevant, but it makes sense no, this not. season. Hmm? You don't think he is? Uh, he's a free agent, so I don't think they're going to oh, sign him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, Hoskins has had a good year, though. No, for sure. But you, like you look at this roster, and I actually kind of want to take a shot at Bryce a little bit. Ooh. I just – I don't Preface, see I love Bryce, but yeah, me too. Yeah. I just don't see any fire or sense of urgency from a single player on that team. Yeah. And um my issue is when you at the end of this year, if things continue to go south, if they mm. don't make the playoffs, which would be just an absolute embarrassment. Yeah. Um, you gotta look at guys like Nola and Hoskins. Um, and maybe somebody else and just say, look, you know, to change the culture of this locker room, some someone has to go. It can't always be a manager. A manager yeah. or a hitting coach cannot always be the scapegoats. There mm-hmm. has to be personalities on a roster that you have to shed. And yeah. I think guys like a Nola and a Hoskins who <clears throat> have no emotion, uh, mm-hmm. they have no drive. I mean, Nola becomes the same cat every September. 
um, when it yeah, really means something. Um, so that's why I was telling Jay that, man, that's why you got to go out in this off season. I know it, mm-hmm. you got to spend a lot more money. That may, yeah. You have to, because you have no farm system. <laughs> yeah. You, you have to go. And you're get the a third guy best like, team in your division. Right. You, and you have to go get a guy like a Trey Turner or a Xander Bogarts because they're winning players. They know how to win and they come from winning environments. They both won championships. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's where I'm at. I think it's a it's a culture issue. Just like I agree. I'm not talking about hockey, but the Flyers <clears> have been <throat> going through it for a decade. It's a culture mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. And it's I, a city issue, really. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I was just thinking about that today. I was like, you know, l- l- listen, the preface, I, I the Eagles are the only team I don't for the people who are listening to us, are the only team in the city I don't cheer for. And what makes me mad every year is that they start hot because they have a weak schedule at the beginning of the year. And then they lose to a bunch of good teams, and then they backdoor their way into the playoffs every year because they finish up with divisional games. Like, mm-hmm. why can't the Phillies do that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you're playing the Nationals and the Marlins and you're playing bad teams, why can't you backdoor your way into the playoffs like undeservedly and like fluke a division win? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like when the Eagles like fluke the win against the Bears, at, you know, in the when they missed the they hit the uprights. Like, mm-hmm. why is it like? No other team in this city gets lucky enough to like actually be successful and get into the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it, it. It's I'm not trying to take a shot at the Eagles, but it's like they do that, and then the rest of the city. I mean, I mean, the Sixers are a good team. They don't need to do that, but mm-hmm. like the Flyers and the Phillies, it's just like, well, I guess we'll just suck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, and it, we're, we're, we'll lose a couple games, and then they're just like, fuck it, we'll lose the rest of them. It's just yeah, that's and how I, they end the season, you know. And I'm going to get to Jason because I know you have something to say. But what I want to say about the there and the other thing that the Philadelphia Phillies lack big, and it's very poignant now, they have no leadership. When no. you go back from like 07 through 11, I can name six guys off the top of my head who were vocal and um, like leaders mm-hmm. by example. I mean, just starting off, like you have Howard and Rollins that were running that locker room. Yeah. And Rollins I mean, called out the fan base, which is the greatest thing that's ever right. happened in the city. And because and Jay said I, it actually, before, it's so true. Before uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, also I do, I blame the city for this. Is they get attached to players because they might have like a clever nickname. You know what I mean? Like they this this city accepts people like Mikel Franco on this team. We, <laughs> he's not here anymore, but they were like, oh, he hits like twenty five home runs. That's good enough. Well, it's not. You know, mm-hmm. they accept guys like. Um, Cesar Hernandez, who's a solid ball player, you know, and Freddie Galvis, who is a very good defensive shortstop, but he's like a 230 hitter. Yeah. A Dubal Herrera, they're like, oh, I, you know, he's not bad, even though he's like a, you know, uh, he There's can't even feel the ball problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like they, they, cause they, I don't know, he's got a cool haircut or, you know, he wears a socks high in this city, you know, like Aaron Nolan, they're like, oh, Knowles is great. Like, shut up with your stupid nickname. He's not that good in September. You know what I mean? They just they latch on to like mediocre players, and then the and the, the organization is like, well, that's good enough. We don't need you know. They're buying their t-shirts, they're buying their jerseys. What do we have to do? Like I think that's the problem, I mean, there, like you just yeah. said, it's it's an organizational problem. I don't mm-hmm. think it's that. Like I do believe you can get rid of some of these players and and try to change it up and change up the locker room. But we're the first team with ten thousand losses. We had we yeah. lead all of <laughs> all of sports yeah. in, 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 with most losses all time. Mm-hmm. So this team, this organization, is a historically a losing franchise mm-hmm. outside of a few years where 
over the what, 116 years they've been around yeah. where they had 14, a few 14 seasons. Players. So they've been, they've made the playoffs 14, 14 years. I mean, there's, times there's been other winning years. seasons, but yeah. yeah, 14 years they've made the playoffs. That's and it. I think it's tough to, to turn that around. And like you said, it was I, those teams from 07 to 11 had the Howards, had the Rollinses, had the Chases who would do it on the field. The For churches sure. would still do it. Mm-hmm. You had Victorino who, who would give you the spark. And this mm-hmm. team doesn't, when Bryce isn't in the field, kind of the good thing with Bryce when he's in the outfield, he played, you know, he's giving us all. Yeah. He just doesn't right now since he's back. I think he's probably, you know, he's got to still be feeling it because he hasn't yeah. played anywhere like he's played in the past three seasons for us. Yeah, it's tough to change a, a culture and an organization when it's done nothing but lose for over 100 years. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. No, it's totally true. And I think we all thought it was going to change when they went on that five-year, five-year tear. And then it just, the bottom fell out and we've just been garbage for a decade. And you can't you, know? you can't lose six games to, to the Cubs who are no one of the way like you come mm-hmm. out of the all-star break feeling good, you get swept by the Cubs, and then mm-hmm. you know, when mm-hmm. the biggest when, when you have well, I think that we're still up like two and a half, three and a half games before that, and you get swept by the Cubs. Like yeah, one of the worst, and you put up three <clears> months <throat> against a team that's uh, a bottom third pitching and you have the top third offense. You put up yeah. three runs against them. Mm-hmm. And so, a guy like Carl, Kyle Schwarber, who is second in the league in home runs, mm-hmm. and you're putting up three runs <laughs> against the, you know. Against and that's the, the other Cubs, thing. It's just I mean. a team. And you said this, Jay, and you actually had a good point. It's just a team of players. Like, they don't have a legitimate leadoff. They don't yeah. have a legitimate two-hole. Um, they they don't have like everything's jumbled together. They don't have any roles. They just said, you know what, we're gonna go buy players and we'll do what we can. And yeah. it's and they even you kind of they kind of even said it in when they signed Castellanos. They said, look, our defense isn't gonna be the best, but we'll hit the ball. I'm like, okay, well, that's not baseball. That's like not. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to field tw- yeah. like 27 outs. <laughs> I mean. I mean, yeah. I mean, was the was the OA team a great hitting team? No, but what the bottom line starting off with, they were the like one of, if not the best defensive team in baseball. They had an outfield, you know, second I mean, to none mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of just playing arm and strength. Nothing could get through the mm-hmm. hole without Liam Rollins in the middle. Like, oh, absolutely. Just, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you had just great defensive players. You had a closer who might have got lucky with some saves, but didn't blow a save all season. You had yeah. guys who knew their roles. And they went out and did their jobs. And yeah. it just seems like they – and they had chemistry. They, they just signed all these players. It's like it's like they made a movie, like like the Suicide Squad or like Spectre, where it has a lot of great scenes. But as a movie, it's not that good. Mm-hmm. Like the Phillies have a lot of great players, but there's no chemistry, so they're not a very good team. Yeah. Like I you said, know? they're just players that are like, yeah. hey, you're batting fifth today. Go hit. Yeah. Just go swing the bat. There's like there's no rhyme or reason to mm-hmm. how this team was constructed. Yeah. And they literally said, look, we need to spend money. Go get Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos. Okay, so you have two players that can't play defense, but uh, one of them can hit. The other one can hit home runs and strike out a ton. And mm-hmm. now one of them's your leadoff hitter, and the other one <laughs> is having his worst year of his career. So yeah. it's like – Welcome to Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Philly. And it's almost like – how do you fix it? Because these aren't like one-year deals. How wow. do you? How much money are you going to spend to repair 
the money that you're wasting as it is. Like that's I, my issue. I would give it one more year. I think it's like a five, like again, this started with signing Bryce. I mean, I know, I know like Rio Mudo and they were, they came earlier in the off season, but like Bryce was like the big cog. So mm-hmm. like, and again, I don't want to blame Bryce because he's amazing player and he, mm-hmm. you know, he plays hard and all that stuff. You know, he's everything a baseball player should be. For sure. Um, but like, I feel like you give this experiment one more year and if it doesn't work, I'm trying to just blow it up. What's because, working? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, granted, listen, I mean, we're going to have, you know, we had a first winning season last year in a decade and we've record wise haven't, well, as of right now, you know, we've, Approved one game from last year, right? We're at 83 wins, right? Or, or yeah. 80, 83. Yeah. So, but like you can see there is some slight steps being taken. So, like, if they don't go out and sign more pitchers, which is again something I've been saying for five years, you need pitching. Pitching will always win you World Series. That's what wins World Series. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like in the in NFL, a good defense is going to win you the, 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 uh, the Super Bowl. Very rarely are you going to get into a shootout and win a Super Bowl. It's rare. Mm-hmm. And if you just come back out with Zach Wheeler, who's a great pitcher, you know, Aaron Nola, who is, who's, who's good. He's a solid, good pitcher. And like Eflin, you know, and Gibson, it's like, this is okay. You're not, you're not trying to win a world series. You're trying to sell you're jerseys. You're putting your money where it belongs. Yeah. I mean, look, we all went out and bought Bryce Harper shit when he signed with them. I, I bought two of his jerseys mm-hmm. uh, on clearance because they were majestic, but I bought them, <laughs> you know, but like, you know, that's I just seem like, like that's what they care about. And if they if they fluke a World Series or a division title, awesome. They'll, they'll have a big ceremony and put the banner up and everybody like, oh, this is so great. And then they'll fucking lose 90 games. You know so what I mean? Like, it's just they just don't I don't think they care. And it starts at the top. I really of don't course think Middleton, it always starts at the top. I don't think Middleton actually knows what he's doing. He no, says he I want I spend. says he wants to be like the Yankees. Well, the Yankees now, a lot of that team is farm system guys. Correct. Same thing with the Dodgers. They won that World Series two, two years ago with most of that team built through the farm system. They mm-hmm. started to bring in bigger names, like mixing in. You can't just go out and buy a team and expect – because it didn't work for the Yankees in the early 2000s when they were yeah. signing like Giambi and all those guys. They were mm-hmm. losing World Series and then yeah. not getting to them and then blowing a 3-0 lead in the ALCS to the Red Sox. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like that's not how you win a World Series. So the issue I, I, I find with the Phillies now is that they have to make changes with the roster. However, they're really kind of stuck in a lot of areas. They're stuck. At, I'm not, when I say the word stuck, I'm not saying it's a yeah. bad thing. They're stuck at catcher. They're, they're stuck, not movable unless right, they're, they're not movable. Yeah, like they're stuck at catcher, right field, left field, and DH yeah. with with Castellanos, I guess, if he doesn't play the outfield. So, and then you're stuck with Wheeler, or you know, you, you can't move that. I mean, you don't want to really move that. No. Um, you're you still control Nola for a very good price, mm. um, and from there it's like, all right. I mean, I have a third baseman who can hit, but he literally he cannot field his position. You have Bryson Stott, who is a legitimate second baseman, um, mm. gonna have to play, I guess, second base next next uh, next season. You haven't had a shortstop since Jimmy. I mean, Didi was good yeah. his first year. But then injuries caught up and age caught up to him. Yeah, but Freddie still, was a Freddie was a really good defensive shortstop, but right. he really couldn't hit. You know, right? So you haven't replaced your should be Hall of Fame shortstop in mm-hmm. a decade or five years, six years now. Um, you don't. You have not had a center fielder since the day Victorino left. So yeah. it's 
that you have a and still to this day they still can't fucking figure out a bullpen. So it's it's like it's mind blowing. Where do you put the money now in the mm-hmm. offseason? Because you're loaded still mm-hmm. on payroll. Yeah. That's the thing. It's not a lot of payroll was moving after this season unless mm-hmm. they can somehow. And I know he's not going anywhere because he's just hit 42 home runs. But the only tradable piece is Kyle Schwarber. That's the only tradable piece. Uh, I mean, I didn't think they were going to be able to move uh, Carlos Santana a couple years ago, but they got they got they were able to get rid of him. They so, yeah, they got the Royals I think, to 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 take that on. Um, he went no, he went to he got traded to the Mariners, and then they traded him back to the Indians. Okay. Um, he didn't even play a game for the Mariners. I don't think. I think he was like it was like a double trade, like a week later. So then, that brings LACJ. <clears throat> how do you? I agree with Dean in the sense that with the money you've spent, you got to give it one more year. Not with the whole roster constructed no. as it is. Things are going to have to change. What do you do? I don't know what. I don't. I don't see anybody. I don't see Nolan moving. I don't see Reese moving. I know some people are. You know, when you listen to the sports talk around here, they talk about. Maybe moving Reese in the offseason and, and bringing up seeing what Darren can do. And I, I still think we talked about this a ton. Schwarber is definitely a, a, a good piece on a championship caliber team. He'd be great for the Dodgers, the Yankees, the, the Astros, a guy that, that they don't need and that can just hit home runs. But he's not, he's not a leadoff guy, not for this team. And, and the bad thing is that when you look at the starting pitching next year that's coming out that are free agents, who can you get? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not, I don't know if they'll be in for DeGrom. I don't even know. Like, he'd be great to have, but he's not going to give you everything. Scherzer could uh, if he opts out. I think uh, Rondon could be a free agent next year if he, I think he has an opt out. But outside of that, there's no real, nobody that, that'll help you. So I do really think. Yeah, because you're two years away from Otani. Yeah. But I think you can, you got to, You've got to really rely, and Dombrowski said that's why he's not trading those guys. Mm-hmm. He's not trading mm-hmm. Painter and Abel and Griff because he's okay with starting young dudes. So he's going to have to next year. You go after one of these shortstops, and there's a few real good offensive pieces out there, <clears throat> which we already have a great offense, and you hope those kids, one of them hits and could be the number three, and you just outsmash everybody next year is really think what they're going to have to do. <laughs> right, again. Um, yeah, all right. Same so, and they're going to need a manager. Uh, that's going to be that. I still think he comes back. I, I think, think he does get back. one more year, like a show me year. You get a full uh, year. Maybe. Um, yeah. And who knows if they start off slow in the first two months, he's going to get fired anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, he's a career bench coach. I mean, yeah. But yeah, hey, uh, he lit some sort of spark on him because he's, you got to give it some credit. He He's brought him to the last week of the season in a playoff hunt. Mm hmm. You know, which um, I don't think they would have been here, unfortunately, under Girardi. No I, I agree. No that way. would there, that would have been a mutiny at some point. Um, yeah. All right. So before we spent a lot of time in the Phillies, so we might actually we'll probably touch on one more thing before we head out of here. Um, do you guys think at the end of it now we got a week left? Well, mm. five games, six games left, six games sure. left. Do you guys think they actually finish it out and make the playoffs? Make the playoffs, Dean. I'll start with you. Yeah, I think they do. Because I just think the Nationals are so easily beatable. Um, I, I It gives us the edge over over the Brewers because the Brewers have the Marlins and the Diamondbacks. Now, the, the, the advantage is that the Brewers are playing at home and our last six games are away. 
But the Nationals are so bad. I think they'll take care of the Nationals. And I, I think that'll be the difference. It'll be this series with the Nationals. I mean, who knows? They could lose the next three against them, and that's going to be the season right there. But I, I just – I think they're going to take I – mean, they, they've taken care of business all year against the Nationals. I don't see it being any different now. Um, I so think that's I, where – I th- actually, I think the opposite. They've won nine in a row <clears> against the Nats. <throat> and to me, beating – you've lost two games all year against the Nats. Yeah. I find it hard to believe that they're going to manhandle the Nats that much. And then when I, I was just looking at the Astros series, you have to face Verlander and McCullers. <laughs> as much as I really want to say yes, because I really want them to be there, I think they I think they choke out at the end. I think that wow. I think that's that, 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 that last series against Possible. Houston, I think that's a I, I don't think they make it. And I hope. Also, I mean, it, it depends on what the Brewers do. Too. I mean, if the Phillies get the, if they do what they got to do, they'll get in. But I think they have to I mean, go four and two. Yeah, because we still have the game yeah. lead. Four and two. I think yeah. four and two would have. They need to go four and two, and I don't see them. It's coming. And we got the tiebreaker over them. That's the yes. thing. We own so the tiebreaker, so we have the advantage. Right you know. Um. So my opinion is, I think they back into the playoffs by maybe a game. Yeah. I think they barely oh. sneak in, man. I'm the only negative. Yeah. yeah. Which is that, odd. I don't no, think I. Some say negativity. I think you're being a realist. Um, I think so. Too, yeah. I just, I just, I can't see them. I think they'll go three and one against the Nationals. I'm sure they'll drop a game, but mm-hmm. who knows? They might, they might sweep the Nationals. And I think that'll be enough, honestly. Yeah, um, I, I agree with you. Um, all right, so we're gonna wrap up. We got one more topic, but real quick, you know, I, I, you know, tonight's a big game. Right now, the Baltimore Orioles are beating the Yankees in the top of the eighth, two to <laughs> oh one. <my> God. Um, <laughs> So if the you know if the Orioles win, uh, the Mariners have to win uh, to clinch their first postseason berth in 21 years, which is the longest drought in American sports uh, to date. Um, so at least it'll give this game a pretty big meaning tonight uh, in just a few minutes. But uh, and the, when they clinch that, I'll talk about that next week on or on our next show. So but uh, by, before- by the way, the Brewers are tied with the Marlins 0-0, top of six. Wow. Okay. Um, all right. So look, real quick, guys. We got five games left for the Yankees after tonight. Does Judge my Yankees? <laughs> does Does Judge hit sixty two? Yes, I agree. Yes, I think so. Yeah. As long as they don't keep walking, because they they were walking him a ton. He was getting walked. Yeah. As long as he gets. No, I mean the Blue Jays are in a they're in a playoff hunt. So yeah, they're, I mean they're gonna they're not gonna you know I know um. Who was it? Uh, I think David Cohn was calling them like chicken. He's like, "Oh, throw him a fastball, then middle of the play and challenge him." It's like they're trying to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're not gonna. <laughs> they're not gonna throw a fastball in the middle of the plate. They're probably the best player in the league. Like, David Cohn, you know what I mean? You did that in the '95 playoffs, and you gave up four home runs to Griffey. So shut your <laughs> face um, in New York. Uh, last thing. but he, uh, David Cohn, won a World Series. Though. Yeah, he definitely did. He, yes, he did. <laughs> and do a perfect um, game. <laughs> um, all right, so let's say I ever saw in my life, by the way. There's four big time free agents at the shortstop position going into this offseason, which is going to make up a lot of our winter meeting and uh, you know, offseason discussions when we talk about free agents. Um, you have Dansby Swanson from the Braves, Carlos Correa in Minnesota, um, Xander Bogarts in Boston, and of course, Trey Turner and, with the Dodgers. Uh, Abba Pruholz just hit 701, by the way. Beautiful, um, beautiful. So I want, Jason, I'm going to start with you. In terms of, of importance of signing as a priority, we'll rank them in priority. 
What, mm. what? Where do you rank those four? I think Trey's one. I agree. Trey's he, one. He because I agree as well. Just in terms of that, he knocks Schwarber out of leadoff. Correct. You have a you have a dude that's a, who in a full season has never stole, never had less than thirty steals in a full season mm-hmm. uh, since he's been up. Take out his rookie year in the the shortened season, and I think the next guy's got to be Xander. Mm-hmm. I think they're both one uh, mm-hmm. one A one B. I, I definitely rank Trey ahead of him because um, he gives a little more. But both, like you said earlier, they're both, Xander will be cheaper. Yeah, and they're both championship yeah, shortstops. They yeah. both know what it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think after that, I would go Dansby. He's he's showing he's he's coming around. Mm-hmm. Here. Um, and then I'd go Correa. He kind of you'd settle for him. He's yeah. he's definitely a, a really really good player. But out of those four, I think he's the the bottom four. So mm-hmm. I agree with that list. That's exactly my list because I. Yeah. I would love to take Dansby from Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be great. Um, so yeah, so that's gonna be a big deal in the offseason. Obviously, Aaron Judge will be top of that one as well. And then after next season, it'll be God only really knows what's gonna happen with Otani. I um, I think Judge is going back to the Yankees. I think he's going to be one of those things where, look, I bet on myself. I got it. Here's my price. Say yes or say no. Yeah. I, he has, I, I he think, holds all I think the they're leverage. Gonna sign him. I think yeah, they're going to sign him. I, I, I think wait. between – I think between – they know – I mean, he's he's the face of the franchise and he's probably the face of the league. Um, he's, he's there now, and, yeah. And I think – like I said, I actually – I think I texted to you in George yesterday, the other day, Chris. I was like, if I was – in Aaron Judge's shoes, I wouldn't leave the Yankees. Like I would never sign with the Yankees if I was on another team. Mm-hmm. But like I would, or it might have been, it might have been to you too. I texted too. But like mm-hmm. I would definitely, if I'm him, I'm seven years there. I just set the team. Well, I'm setting the team mm-hmm. record in home runs, and I'm literally on like on the verge of just. If I continue just what I've been doing, I'm going to be a Hall of Famer. My numbers yeah. are going to get retired in Yankee Stadium. Like, like you time. want to be one of the greats in fucking like, do you want to be Robinson Cano and sign a big contract? No offense, because with the Mariners and not, oh, no, awesome. career, I agree, you know, or do you want to stay with the greatest baseball club in the history of the sport? It's the greatest sports team in American and, history. And, and, and have your name and number retired in that stadium. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you're on the verge of the world series every year. Why would you leave? You know what I mean? You're playing in the mm-hmm. biggest market. Yeah, it's just you know, I get the allure of the Yankees. Like I, like I get you, said it. That. you know what I mean. <clears throat> he, he's going to break. The, if I'm the Yankees, I can't let him. You, he, 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 as a Yankee, he just beat Rogers' record. Mm-hmm. You can't, You give him a check. You let him sign it and put what he wants at this point. I agree because he's the face. He's going to sell more jerseys. It's going to be all mm-hmm. the talk. If he leaves the Yankees, you, it, it, I think it's it'd be terrible PR for them. So I think he has yeah, to. Has I to agree. Sign. I yeah, agree. I, I think I think they will. I th- I think they'll sign him. I think he's going to get like thirty eight a year. That's oh, that was right around what I was going to say as well. Yeah, um, it'll be thirty. It'll be thirty eight with probably six to eight years because he's on the wrong. He's technically on the wrong side of thirty. Yeah, he is. Yeah. You know, so um, I think that's where it's going to be. Yeah, um, and it might but, be an opt out. Maybe it's in somewhere. You know. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. That's like what that, that's become you know? pretty common. Um, yeah. All right. So. <laughs> Uh, this is my last show for about two weeks, guys. Uh, about a week and a, actually a week or so. I'm gonna I leave for vacation Sunday, um, but uh, this is gonna be dropping tomorrow, and then uh, I'll probably drop one next Sunday night, maybe the morning um, after on Monday, depending on when I get home. Um, but looking for, I mean, we'll be talking playoff baseball next time we're on the air here, boys. So um, either the Phillies are in or they're out. 
it's it's nonetheless it's going to be exciting. I cannot wait for the future. We should have oh, yeah. brand new uh, show information by the next episode. Everything could be changed by then. We'll see how it goes. But until then, uh, this is the Ring the Bell podcast. Dean, Jason, thank you very much. Um, I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. For those of you listening in the Florida area, man, I hope you guys are staying strong down there. It's just absolutely brutal what's going on uh, down in Florida, and um, and I'm the I'm the idiot flying down there on Sunday. <laughs> so uh, so uh, go Phils, go Mariners. Uh, we'll catch you guys down the road. Have a great rest of your weekend, and uh, I'll see you guys next week. Bye bye.